You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game full speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. What's going on, everybody? Josh Calloway alongside James D. Jackson with 24-7 Sports at the Cotton Bowl and the Texas State Fair in Dallas, Texas, where Oklahoma is 6-0. and The Sooners win an all-time classic Red River shootout, rivalry shootout, whatever you call it. It was an awesome game. The Sooners beat the Longhorns 34-30 on a last-second touchdown pass from Dylan Gabriel to Nick Anderson in the corner of the end zone. James, I feel we this game felt like three games. I mean, so much happened. There's so much to digest. We're not going to even come close to covering it all. You're going to want to tune into the podcast on Monday. I can tell you that already. But just initial reaction, James, to this, I mean, all-time thriller. I mean, the OU-Texas game has had some classics. We had an all-time game two years ago that I didn't know if it would ever be topped yeah. in 2021. This game is really close uh, in that conversation for one of the greatest uh, to ever be played on this field. Just how do you absorb what you saw today? Unbelievable win for Oklahoma. Unbelievable game. It's, it's like we, we talked about earlier in this season. Whenever this team you know, a team scores on OU or they come yeah. within one touchdown. The offense on the next drive goes out and scores a touchdown. And that happened here again. I mean, it was like, oh, you couldn't do anything in that second half. After the first drive of the second half, they couldn't move the ball at all. And that's why Texas got back into the game. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as Texas scores a touchdown and it goes ahead or whatever it is, OU responds. And it responds. And that they, they make us look crazy because all of us predicted Texas to win this game. We all thought it'd be really close. Yeah, we did. And yeah. It was close. Taking our but we just thought right Texas now. would come over. So <laughs> I guess we have to give our apologies now to Sooners fans and Sooner Nation because of what we predicted. But that's a crazy game. It's so hard to predict something like that that could happen. I mean, just as you said, it's an instant classic, probably up there in top five overall games that we've seen in the Cotton Bowl uh, of what OU and Texas yeah. has been. Yeah, th- this was textbook OU Texas. Guys stepping up, stars making plays, gigantic momentum swings. You think the game's over like five different times. You know, Oklahoma goes up by 10. It feels like they're pulling away at Texas. And all of a sudden they're up by three late, but Oklahoma gets the touchdown to win it. Offensively, obviously the story is Dylan Gabriel. Um, we talked about it in the podcast on Thursday. Doesn't have any big wins at Oklahoma. Not all his fault at all. Mostly not his fault, actually, because last year's team had a lot of problems. Obviously this year's off to a great start, but hadn't played anybody. Well, you can just throw that right in the trash now. A monster performance from him, specifically on the ground. They still couldn't run the ball with their running backs, but it didn't matter because Gabriel was going eight yards per carry, over 100 yards himself. What was the stat that we got dropped right as we were finishing first guy in OU history to ever throw for 250 and run for 100 in the OU Texas game? That's unbelievable. Not even Kyler Murray did that? How could that be? (laughs) Dylan Gabriel was phenomenal in this game, including, of course, the no-huddle, you know, game-winning drive, a minute 17 on the clock, no timeouts, down three, OU Texas. He goes right on the field, hits a game-winning touchdown pass to Nick Anderson. This offense was really good today, James. Obviously headlined by Dylan Gabriel, who was fantastic. We, we said it on the podcast. The only way that OU was going to win this game is if yep. Dylan Gabriel played an amazing game. And I said, if he goes out there and has a great game, 
I'm all for the Heisman hype. All the talk that the players, the receivers now, yeah. have all been telling us, you know, just whenever we talk to them in the press conference and things like that, I'm, I'm all for it. And I've seen it. I've seen it today. <laughs> he should be in the Heisman. Watch all of it, everything. He's, he's there. He's the guy that can handle all that. He's, he's calm and he's under pressure. He, he handled it well. The, the touchdown pass to Nick Anderson to win the game. I mean, He's guys all under, over the guys, guys draped on him. He just, guys are yeah. all over him, and he just finds him in the back of the end zone, and just he just gave him a perfect ball. I mean, that's exactly what you see. It was a Heisman moment for him, like one of those things that one of those plays where you win the game, pretty much on your own, because that whole drive was no timeouts, about a minute left on the mm -hmm. clock, and he just drove him down. No worries at all, seemed like, and just play his his best drive of the year. Yeah, definition of a Heisman moment, mm -hmm. like like you know we both kind of articulated there. Yeah, to drop that, and, and you know, to Nick Anderson, like we said, he's running the ball well. He ran for a touchdown in this game. He was phenomenal. And uh, guys who have been critics, myself included, I mean, you have to give it up to him. He was very, very good when the chips were down, and he's got to be in the Heisman race now. He has to be. He was fantastic. His numbers have been great, and now he did it against a top-five team and beat him. He's got to be in the mix now moving forward. Jalil Farouk, also phenomenal in this game today. Um, he continues to really, you know, after kind of a slow-ish start to his season, he's, you know, it seems like he's starting to really rev up and being that number one guy we thought he'd be coming into the season. Defensively, obviously there was a couple of, you know, tough stretches in this game, but pretty darn good again. You stick, you stand him up, first and goal at the one, they didn't score, four straight stuffs. You got two more interceptions today. They are interception machines, also forced a fumble in this game. James, obviously, again, there were stretches where it wasn't, you know, they got beat up a little bit. Texas got a lot of really good skill players. But for the most part, the defense answered the bell again. Jaron Kanick was everywhere in this game. What can you say? Defensively, it was pretty darn good, too. I mean, the way you, I mean, you can still look at it like this. I think this is a, a top three defense in the nation. I mean, even with all the problems they had, it's still a bend-don't-break type of defense. I mean, they, they give up yeah. these long plays. But it's, it's so hard to score on the Sooners when you get in the red zone. I mean, still on gave up, was it two touchdowns as a, as a defense? The rest yeah, of the special right. teams two. and the, the field goal? Block. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so, I mean, like, that's against like, a really good offense in Texas. I mean, this defense is really, really good. And they get all the way down to the one-yard line, Josh, with four yeah. tries at it. It was a <laughs> completely new chains, and the defense did not allow it. Didn't just They couldn't get one yard. They couldn't get one yard on the defense. I mean, the defense is incredible. It's, it's really that good. It's really yeah. that good. Everything that you wanted to, to learn about them was confirmed. Every, everything was confirmed for them this, today. Yeah, they answered the bell uh, big time. That, that goal line stand was an all-timer. And, you know, like you kind of the point you made off the top, Defense was really good in this game. I mean, if that pump block doesn't happen for a touchdown, this game was 27 to 10 if you take that pump block away. I know you can't really do that. Mm -hmm. It's a football play. But the pump block was kind of keeping Texas in it for a long time. Now, and they figured out they've been a really good second-half team. Then, to your point that you made right at the beginning of this, when the defense struggled a little bit, the offense picked them up. Touchdown drive. We've seen that every game this year. And so here they are. They're 6-0 and now. The bye week next. They're going to be solid favorites every game the rest of the way outside of a potential Big 12 championship game, probably against these guys. We'll, we'll see when we get there. But, James, the time to get greedy, if you're an OU fan, is now. Mm -hmm. You're 6-0. and You beat Texas. The, the, the goals and the you know, aspirations just got a lot bigger. This is, this is no longer, you know, at the beginning of the year, we all talked about on the podcast, what would be a successful season? We all thought, like, you know, 10 wins. They should get at least 10 with this schedule. You know, all these things. You can start to think big things, playoff-type things now after this kind of win. Forecast it for us. What's your temp check? How far can this Oklahoma team go after a win like this? And I also want to give Gentry Williams his shout-out because sure. he started the game and got the interception that kind of started everything for this team. That was a this OU tone team, setter. Yeah, yeah, just they keep getting turnovers, and then that's, that's what's <laughs> helping them out. But – as you all said, you all had 10 wins. I had 11, right? I said my bold <laughs> well, prediction. You had 12. 
Well, yeah, 12. With My bold prediction 11 was OU would yeah. lose this game, the River Rivalry, and then come back and beat Texas in the Big 12 Championship. Now, after seeing what they just did, I mean, the undefeated season is not crazy to say now. It's not. I mean, I think OU will beat Texas in, in, the, in the Big 12 Championship game. I think when you look at this game, you, you talked about it. It should have been a two-score win for OU. Mm -hmm. They're going to queue up some of those issues, kind of figure some things out, and by the time that this comes around in, in that – time of the year when OU really gets going we've seen it time and time again OU just gets going in that late year part of the game they're gonna do it I think they're gonna do it now that's I'm gonna stick to that I'm gonna stick to it fascinating to see the national perception of Oklahoma now because I mean the, the whole conversation coming in was they obviously they've played very well I think almost everybody acknowledges that but the knock on them was the schedule they hadn't played anybody of real note well, you just played a Texas team that a lot of people thought was the best team in the country. Now, they're only number three in the AP poll, but there was a, a solid group out there that thought they were number one, number one team in the country, and Oklahoma beat them today. Straight up, you know, straight up beat them. So we'll see where they go from here. The bye week next, like I said. They've covered in every game. They've always played. 6-0 against the spread. exactly what people expect of them. They, they go out and they, and they cover. No matter who they play, they play to their expectations. Yeah. They don't play down to the teams, and that's, that's a good recipe for success. Absolutely. We gotta get we gotta get out of here. Uh, well, there's so much more we could talk about. That's why the podcast on Monday is gonna be really good. We loop Tom Green to the mix. There's so many angles of this game to talk about. We gotta be careful not to go too long. But a great win for Oklahoma. One of the all-time OU Texas classics. The last Big 12 edition of this game, and it was it was an all-timer. James, that touchdown to Nick Anderson was as loud as I've heard any stadium that I've been, and I've I've been fortunate, you know, to get to go to some pretty cool places doing this job. And uh, it was, uh, I thought the place was going to collapse. It was so loud in here. It was louder, I think, than 2021 with the Caleb Williams comeback. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was better than that. It was, this was an unbelievable atmosphere at an all-time OU Texas game. Great for your first one. How do you <laughs> uh, feel yeah. about that? Outstanding, outstanding. <laughs> and the way they, they got it in Oklahoma's side of the field as well. So exactly. it's even more, as, I feel like yeah. it's louder when you see it in that turn when it's just like it happens on that end zone. I mean, that was an amazing game. It was an amazing game. I mean, both teams were very good coming into it, which made it so exciting. And you got to give credit to Texas. They both delivered on a good game. It wasn't a, you know, one side just took over and just hammered it home and, you know, people are changing the channel. Mm -hmm. It was a game you watched all the way through. And that was a fun part. And OU was able to pull it out. And it's, it's always fun where your team can be the yeah. one to pull it out in a crazy situation like that. Sure. Oklahoma wins a thriller. 34-30. They down the number three Texas Longhorns to go to 6-0. Bye week next. UCF at home the week after the bye, which is obviously Dylan Gabriel's old team. Jeff, Jeff Leiby's old team as well. So that'll be kind of fun to talk about a little bit over the next couple of weeks. But obviously Monday, the Sooners Illustrated podcast, the two of us, Tom Green, we're going to break down every angle of this amazing Oklahoma win. There's already a lot of reaction on the site right now. Oklahoma.247sports.com between James, Tom Green, and Colin Kennedy getting in there. Post-game reaction from Brent Venables, Dylan Gabriel, the coordinators, and a slew of other players will be up on the YouTube channel in due time very shortly. So be sure to keep up with all those places to get all the reaction. This is your time, Oklahoma fans. Soak this in. Feel good about this for a while. Take it all in. Oklahoma beats Texas 34-30 to win the Red River rivalry to go to 6-0. That's it for now. We'll be back, uh, obviously, on the bye week, the podcast Monday. Then, like we said, UCF back in Norman in a couple of weeks. For James D. Jackson, I'm Josh Calloway signing off from the Cotton Bowl for now, an all-time classic at the Red River Showdown. It never fails to deliver. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. 
Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.